Welcome to another mini episode of the Mother Good Podcast. In continuing in our pelvic floor mini series, we're going to be talking with Dr. Betsy Caldwell again about returning to exercise postpartum. So most of us, in fact, probably 99.9% of us, whenever we go to our six-week clearance after having a baby, that the OBGYN or physician assistant just basically says, okay, you're cleared for sex and for exercise, basically almost automatically after just kind of doing a, a quick external check of our stitches and asking us how we feel. So Betsy, why do we deserve more than just that six-week clearance by our OBGYN or midwife for returning to exercise? We deserve so much more than this six-week clearance. I touched base on this last week in our other podcast, but when we go through pregnancy, our posture changes, our ability to contract and relax muscles change. Um, There's so much going on. So our OBGYN is assessing our physiological healing, but they're not really assessing the ability of our muscles and our joints to start to load and to start to increase weight. Um, there's a couple different things are going on postpartum. So we have a lot of hormonal changes going on. One big thing that happens is an increase in relaxin for those of us who are breastfeeding or nursing. If you are bottle feeding, that relaxin still stays elevated in your system up to three to six months after you're done breastfeeding. So whether or not you are, you, you still have that relaxin essentially. So what that relaxin does, it is loosening and softening the ligaments throughout our entire body. And it's not just, um, the reason we have it is during pregnancy, it loosens the ligaments surrounding our pelvis to help prepare us for delivery, but it doesn't just target those ligaments. It, ta- it targets all of them. So what this means is when we're moving, the ligaments surrounding our joints, they are helping to allow our joints to move and glide in a way that is safe and comfortable for them. But when the relaxant is kind of, it's almost like drugging the ligaments, if I want, if I can say it that way, it's making them sleepy. So now our muscles have to compensate for them. Postpartum, as that relaxant is staying elevated, we're just going to be more susceptible for tissue injury. And we just need to be aware of that. So a pelvic floor physical therapist is going to be able to safely help you return to exercise after your delivery. And there's one other thing, Emily, I wanted to touch on. So if we had a cesarean delivery, that's a major abdominal surgery. And usually when somebody has a a major surgery, they have someone that gets to take care of them. They end up going to physical therapy to strengthen after that surgery. And the standard of care for most surgeries, let's just say like a rotator cuff repair, they have, you know, several months of physical therapy, whereas the standard of care for us, we just go home with a baby. We we really aren't recommended that physical therapy. If we had an episiotomy or a perineal tear, we do have stitches in the perineum and that area deserves to be assessed and healed as well before we return to exercise. So there's a lot to look at before we just bounce back to whatever our exercise or um, hobby is. I was shocked when I was going through my postpartum physical therapy that my physical therapist actually told me about there's some correlation between running and high impact exercises and postpartum and how it might uh, contribute to osteoporosis later in life. I mean, obviously it's not proven, but there is a correlation for that. So anyway, that's just one more reason to make sure that 
you get checked out by a pelvic floor PT to make sure that you're cleared and you truly are cleared to return back to exercise. So Betsy, you often say on your social media page, intentionality now for intensity later. What do you mean by that? Of course. So what I mean by that is we need to be really intentional with our strengthening postpartum and reconnecting with the way we breathe, reconnecting with our deep core stabilization system and finding that optimal posture again. I often tell my patients, I'm about to give you the most boring exercises, but trust me, being intentional about this now is going to help you build intensity in your exercise later on. And when you build that intensity, you're going to be stronger in your core. You're going to be utilizing your breathing correctly, and you're going to be safe and less prone for injury as you build intensity. I think oftentimes we... As women, we want to, you know, drop that baby weight, or I hate when people say this, but get their body back, even though, you know, your body didn't go anywhere. But they kind of see this postpartum stage as a chance to, okay, now I'm going to, you know, try to lose that weight. And they jump back into something that they're not ready for. And in fact, if we were to to focus on nutrition and low intensity cardio, that's going to help more with that weight loss piece. And By switching that mindset and letting moms start to think about more of going on that walk, it's good for our mental health, it decreases stress hormones, cortisol levels, and eating healthy, which not only is good for us, but good for our baby if we are breastfeeding, that is more important than trying to jump back into something that we're not ready for. So that's why I'm always preaching, you know, be intentional now about what you're doing so that you can find that intensity later. And as, you know, I'm one year postpartum now, I've only just started doing jumping exercises. I haven't returned to running. I wasn't much of a runner anyways these days, but I, I'm not jumping back into those things because I am aware of what my body is able to do now and what I need to avoid. And it's okay to not jump back into it. I think a lot of us moms feel shame for not jumping right back into something because there's all that pressure in our culture. And it's not just social media, you know, it's it's just pressure that you receive just from society in general that, oh, you know, she, she's already working out and she just had her baby a couple weeks ago, or she's already working out. She just had her baby a few months ago, all that. But from my my experience and everyone that I've talked to, and I also asked my OBGYN about this, I said, you know, what's the average length that moms actually can exercise and return after, you know, return to exercise normally? And she said that it's it's actually only pretty much like athletes who exercise for a living. That's the only time she's been able to clear someone for exercise sooner than the six week mark. You know, someone who's, oh, wow. I don't know, maybe like an Olympic athlete or whatnot, but like most of us aren't that to that level. And that's okay. Like 99% of us or even more aren't aren't going to be at that level. And it's, I think there just needs to be more acceptance that that is okay to wait. Just as you say, you know, that you're at peace with waiting, even though it's been a year, I was at, I had to become at peace too. Um, And I just think we as moms put too much pressure on ourselves. Um, So what symptoms should we look out for when we know whether or not we're able to return to exercise? Like, are there certain things that we should be able to do, uh, you know, day to day? Are there any signals that, that say, hey, yes, you know, you're ready to return to the exercise that you had before having a baby? Yes, good question. And I wanted to touch base on one thing you just said about athletes, you know, returning sooner. What we don't hear with those pro athletes is, you know, who is on their rehab team. They probably have a pelvic floor therapist, they probably have an athletic trainer, a massage therapist, you know, a doctor, 
they have a whole team of people helping them start that exercise journey sooner. So if you are an athlete listening to this and you're like, well, if they are, maybe I should try anyways, you know, just get get us on your team and we're going to help you with that. But for those of you who are starting exercise postpartum, or you're, maybe you're sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, I haven't done any of this. I've completely failed. First of all, no, you have not failed. I've helped moms who are literally in their 90s who have had symptoms from their pregnancies over 70 years ago. So it's never too late, by the way, to see a pelvic floor therapist. But a good good things to look out for, I call them the five Ps. So if you experience any of these five symptoms, it's your body's way of telling you that you are doing too much too soon. It's your body's way of asking you to stop and to dial back a little bit. So if you are experiencing any pee or poo leakage, okay, pee or poo leakage, um, if you're having any incontinence, so whether it's fecal incontinence or urinary, um, if you're having extreme urgency during that exercise. So if you start running and suddenly you just have incredible urge to urinate, even though you just went, that's not um, something that you need to live with. If you have pelvic pain, so any pain in the pelvic area, that could be from sciatic pain to pain more towards your pubic symphysis to um, tailbone pain anywhere in the pelvis. If you have pelvic pressure, so you feel heaviness and pressure symptoms in your pelvis. And then if you feel prolapse symptoms. So prolapse symptoms is feeling like something is falling out of your vaginal canal or something is slipping. That's usually a sign of pelvic organ prolapse. And that is something that can be diagnosed by your OBGYN. And it's something that physical therapists can help treat. So those five symptoms, the five P's, as we like to call them, are things that you should be looking out for when you're exercising, when even if it's just a walk. I mean, I've had moms who they walk one mile and they experience all of these. So we dial it back. We start walking one block. The next day, if we didn't have any of those 5P symptoms, we try again. And it's something to, to I should have mentioned, monitor, monitor this during your exercise and then the next 24 hours after that exercise. So did these symptoms pop up? you know, at the end of the day, whereas you had never experienced them before. That's also a warning sign that you're doing too much too soon. Should moms listening pick up a new sport or exercise routine or hobby when they're pregnant or just stick to what they're doing before pregnancy? Good question. So it's good to stick with what you were doing. So if you were running before pregnancy, you can continue running during pregnancy. If you're not experiencing any of those symptoms I talked about, um, postpartum, Postpartum is not a good time and pregnancy to just jump into something new that you've never done before. This is a good time to start slowly being intentional with that slow progression now, right? For that intensity longer on. So if we're just talking about that postpartum postpartum period, it's not a time to sign up for a marathon. I, I hear from a lot of my patients, they're just really motivated. They really want to get back in shape. But we have to remember that it's not the time to bounce back into, you know, HIIT training or CrossFit if we haven't done it before. And we need to remember that those hormones are still sorting themselves out. We still need to be taking a look at that posture and our deep core stabilizers, which are not kicking in the way they used to before pregnancy. So once we get all of that under wraps, then my specialty, we help you train up to those new goals that you have. And we're not here to tell you, no, you can never do these things. No, we're trying to help you get back to them safely and efficiently. 
And you have a handout too that gives more details on returning to exercise postpartum. And we'll link to it in the show notes. But can you tell us briefly what that handout is and why it's so important? Yeah. So it's a 12-week guideline. And it's very simple and basic. But it's something that it was published in the United Kingdom. And I made a guideline based on that publication, that research, um, from a physio and some doctors over in the UK. And it's just highlighting week by week things that you can do that are safe. And then I also have on the handout the five P's for you to watch out and a couple other really good tidbits of information for you to just be aware of as you're jumping back into that exercise. Um, And on there, I also recommend the pelvic floor physical therapy visit and when I think you should go for that appointment. So it's just a lot of good information that you can, for moms to look at um, postpartum. Well, Betsy, thank you so much once again. Really enjoyed our conversation and I look forward to talking with you next week on our Public Forum mini series. Thank you so much, Emily. This has been a lot of fun.